one of the cannabis banking trailblazers is going public. You're going to see Safe Harbor Financial uh, going via NASDAQ at $185 million deal. But does it actually make money? We're going to look at some IPOs, the top nine multi-state operators, and check and see if revenues mean anything or if it's just about earnings. All of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So there's been some market analysts that have talked about uh, revenues coming down, declining sharply for some of these uh, cannabis stocks. Uh, And they've made some reductions to their estimates for Cureleaf, Terrasen, moderate decreases for AR, uh, Wellness, Jushi, um, estimates for Columbia Care and GTI are virtually unchanged. Verano True Leave are a little bit higher, but a lot of it is because uh, of the some of the adjustments to earnings. So the graph is showing the percentage revisions for the earnings as the earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization, or otherwise known as EBITDA. And so looking at the, the EBITDA margins, that's the orange dots. Blue line is the performance of each company's stock relative to the performance of a cannabis ETF, MSOS. You can blame the mergers and acquisitions that had a significant impact on a lot of these revisions from revenue to earnings. Are people trying to see if it's truly accretive uh, or a dilutive process? Um, you know, the true leave, or excuse me, the uh, Tilray and Hexo merger might become, um, you know, dust in the wind. The AOL Time Warner deal where you have two mega companies merge and it just becomes decretive and both of them uh, are obsolete, uh, which probably happened, unfortunately. I liked Hexo. I thought they were doing really well with their automation. They just weren't able to gain market share. So they just kind of decided to hitch to the uh, the closest zombie to them. I don't think that's going to work out very well. Um, but truly, Verano, they got the $1.5 billion and $630 million, respectively, in acquisitions. Um, even some major acquirers had their EBITDA revised downward. You saw AR Wellness um, complete a $1 billion acquisition, and analysts revised their EBITDA predictions downwards by 8%. So they didn't really see that as uh, accretive. $3 billion written off by Canopy and a billion written off by Aurora has really triggered the industry to say, let's really look at what they're doing and scrutinize it. Because some of these deals, whether uh, the Supreme deals uh, weren't an arm's length deal or some of these where uh, previous people knew each other and they're given eight, $900 million. And in the end, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, don't really see that working out very well for, for shareholders in the long term. Uh, which is a surprising thing that a lot of shareholders aren't really all that involved and they don't do their due diligence. They're just kind of more gamblers than anything else. They've got a lot of FOMO. Um, bottom line, I guess the main takeaway here is that margins are what's missing. So you can see that in the orange dot on the graph. All of the companies on the list, except for Cureleaf and Terrasen, have higher revenue projections for 2022 than they did a year ago. But every company except Verano has lower EBITDA margins than they did a year ago. So the lower margins more than offset the higher projection revenues. What happened to that margin expectations? Verdian Capital Advisors is estimating or guessing that the sell side equity analysts were too optimistic. 
and they had to rein in their expectations. So they don't know what they're talking about. They think that people are, are being true to their word, saying that they're going to produce a certain amount. So they're, uh, projections on how much they're growing or how much uh, that their top line or bottom line revenues, profits are going to be are all wrong. One other interesting thing on the graph is the blue line shows that the earnings revision had little impact on the relative performance. Cureleaf, the most significant downward revision, actually outperformed truly with the most significant upward revision. So even though analysts kind of maybe got it wrong, uh, or maybe the, the analysts got it right, what regardless, what we're seeing is that Cureleaf uh, is is uh, been revised to the downside, Trulief to the upside. But um, what uh, investors or speculators or gamblers are saying is that Cureleaf is worth more than Trulief at the moment. Um, I don't know if either side really knows what they're talking about in the end, because fundamentals don't really matter. I mean, the analysts are looking at fundamentals. Um, traders are looking at technicals and just kind of buying it out of speculation no matter what. Um, so it's really hard to infer what really any of this means, uh, whether it's revenues or earnings. Regardless, I think there's a lot of opportunity in here with sin stocks as there's sin clauses not allowing people to buy it there's truly no fundamentals whatsoever and if there's no news and no technicals surrounding federal legalization nobody cares so right now um you know if you kind of either invested individually kind of diversified whatever this isn't financial advice i'm just saying i think that there's some opportunities within here that um, especially with federal legalization and the elimination of 280e um, that's going to make all of these stocks look a lot more uh profitable overnight but um is it worth not having it in, in you know bitcoin or uh you know some other gambling option uh I'm not sure just putting it in here and waiting is, is the right thing to do. There's a lot of other opportunities. If you don't already know, check out Tor Alerts. It tells you when to buy stocks, when to sell them, and crypto and stock options. Uh, you check it out, toralerts.com or Android iOS App Store. It's a freemium model. Again, kind of tells you to alert you when to buy stocks. Uh, so you don't have to just sit on them. The buy and hold is terrible. Even for crypto, if you bought and held Bitcoin, you'd only get uh, about 28% compared to a um, trading strategy, which is what the uh, app will do, alert you to buy and sell, giving us a 90 something percent, 95, 98% return on, on Bitcoin alone, 876% on crypto together. But um, I don't advise anybody to do anything, especially buy and sell stocks or options or crypto, but um, buying and holding pot stocks is not something I would um, suggest at all. So um, invest wisely, trade wisely, check out Tor Alerts. <laughs> With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, 
stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.